Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Listen to These Nerds. Tonight, we are going to be doing a one-shot in Breakfast Cult. Uh, I haven't come up with a name for this, so... John, insert something here. Uh, we will be playing this with four people, starting on my right. Let them introduce themselves. Uh, I'm Joey, and I'll be playing Guy, Young Guy Zed Zhao. <laughs> I'm John, and I will be playing uh, Jun Tamari. Uh, I'm Jonathan, and I'll be playing Benjamin Benji Tal Benjamin. I'm Chris, and I'm going to be playing Troy Kaiser. All right. And as you all heard, we have a special guest tonight, Jonathan, my good friend. Yay! Happy to be here. All right. So, uh, to set the scene, tonight is the night of the Oculatar High Wakeathon, which is a party that is sort of held on by the school, kind of a way for students to let off steam in a way that is controlled and safe and doesn't involve any of them screwing around at the forbidden libraries where they shouldn't be. The idea being that everyone comes to the school at 8 o'clock, and you don't leave until 8 a.m. the next morning, the idea is trying to stay awake the whole time. To that end, the school has provided a ton of activities, free food, uh, non-alcoholic beverages, of course, and a bunch of stuff to keep uh, everybody in the school occupied. There's also uh, a number of occultar professors that are acting as chaperones, along with a small number of uh, facility security that are also acting as chaperones in a more... Uh, hands-on approach in case something goes wrong. However, it is now about four o'clock in the morning and it is very obvious that the adult chaperones are running out of steam. They're trying to catch quick naps here and there, they're not paying that much attention, and as such things are starting to get a bit more rowdy. Uh, to that end, I'm going to ask what everyone is doing at the Wakeathon at the time being, just so that we can sort of set the scene and also give them an opportunity to describe their characters. So we will start with on my left this time. Alright, so Troy, uh, basically, um, to describe him, he is a full six and a half feet tall and built pretty much like um, a character out of Street Fighter with enormous muscles concealed underneath. Um, a very nice of, apron. Well, not just an apron, but also like those sort of Japanese sort of delinquent coats that he wears over his shoulders oh. and it still somehow manages to stay on despite having no visible means of being kept there. He's a boncho, except he's got, like, a chef's hat on. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> so, yeah. And he is currently in the culinary club's room, a um, an ever-present scowl uh, that looks as though it could melt steel on his face, and he is furiously whisking uh, with a whisk um, a number of egg whites in a bowl, and he is preparing to add a few ingredients to it because he's making a tiramisu. All right. Yeah. So, what is uh, Benji? So, what does Benji look like, and what is he doing? Great. So, Benji is kind of a, a mousy-looking guy. Um, his big thing is that he is working on a science fair project, and he needs to collect alchemical reagents to do it. So, now, it's 4 a.m., the moon is still out, which is perfect, but his chaperone is asleep, so it feels like the perfect time for him to slip onto the school grounds and go hunting in the bushes for, uh, you know, rare roots and things that can only be collected in the light of the moon. Something that probably wouldn't be allowed on a normal school day. Mm. Alright, uh, and John? Uh, Jun is, um, wearing a rather battered, uh, school uniform. Uh, she is leaning up against, uh, a wall somewhere in, like, the gym area, kind of... Staring out over everyone else, 
uh, looking rather disappointed because she's been waiting for hours and no one has tried to fight her yet. <laughs> Truly disappointing. <clears throat> and Joey. Um, Guy is outside of the uh, gymnasium, uh, right near the exit. Uh, he is smoking, um, and he is just keeping an eye out for anyone who seems really, really, like, not tired. Okay. Well, uh, turns out, actually, you managed to see a lot of people that aren't tired. You keep seeing people, um, like, when they've got, like, a thing of punch, they pull out, like, a tiny vial, they uncork it, and they pour it into the punch. And after they drink it, they seem to get, like, really energized really quickly. Cool. So that seems legal? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Seems really legal. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, oh, yeah. So, also, Guy looks like a uh, normal punk with his band t-shirt, uh, his wristbands, his piercings, and his... Um, Frosted tips. Not, they're not... No, no they're, <laughs> they're, they're dyed streaks. Yeah. Putting a veto on Frosted tips. <laughs> yeah. He's not a, from a 90s boy band. All right, so yeah, you've been uh, so you've been seeing a couple people do this. You have tried to like get some of the vials to figure out what exactly they're taking, but there's not really a lot left when they're finished with them for you to figure out any sort of like conclusive evidence. All right, so I'll, I'll say I have an empty vial then, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, Benji, you are out collecting your various uh, reagents when all of a sudden you see a beam of a flashlight move over the thing. Hey. Benji! No oh, shit! <laughs> uh, okay, it's time to leave. Okay. Um, or wait, who is it? Uh, you can't tell. The, can't the flashlight tell. beam is kind of preventing you from getting a good look at them. Okay, it's so time. you recognize the voice? Uh, sounds like a gym, one of the gym teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. You know what? Actually, I'm just going to go with it. Okay. I'm going to walk towards the flashlight beam. Okay. Hey, what are you doing here? And as you get closer, you realize that it is, in fact, uh, Mr. Harris, who is, in fact, one of the gym teachers. Ah, uh, Mr. Harris. You also notice that he has a facility security guard standing to, like, his behind right. Wow, okay. Uh, that's... I'm gonna try and not be intimidated by that. Um, okay, I'm gonna, like... Or Benji's gonna kind of, like, fuss around, kind of, like, cinch up his belt a little bit. He's, I, I was just going for a pee. The bathroom was busy. I've been drinking punch, punch all night. There's over... 40, there's about uh, several bathrooms in the school. You could have gone to any one of them. I really have to go. <laughs> uh, he's, he's not buying it, unless you do something about it. Hmm. Clever? Yeah, sure. Maybe I'll, I'll try and use that. All right. Um, okay, so remind me how this works again. I'm going to try and invoke an advantage. Is that the idea? No, uh, you're invoking an aspect. Invoking an so aspect. you spend a fate point. Sure. And... Uh, then you either get a plus, you get a plus two to the roll, mm -hmm. and then you roll your whatever the number is beside uh, the particular uh, approach you're using. Okay, I okay, great. I actually have a stunt for this. Um, so when Benji calls in a favor from an authority figure, uh, I can invoke uh, the science fair whiz aspect and get a plus three instead of a plus two. Okay, great. Um, because Benji wins prizes for this school. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll. Um, <laughs> okay, so the roll's not great. It's a minus one in total. But it's easy you got a plus three, though. But it's a plus three uh, because of my um, uh, my stunt. And then do I add the clever to that? Uh, yes. Well, so that's in total a plus five. Okay. Pretty good. Five. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. There so goes. All right, all right, fine. Just get back into the gymnasium. Right. And uh, Guy, you see uh, Benji kind of like you've been see you saw Mr. Harris sort of like flash the beam around, and then you see Benji pop out of like a clearing somewhere and kind of like 
shifting around something in his pockets. Like Looking really, really, really suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> you might notice that he's clinking a little as he walks past. All right. So yeah, and it, basically Mr. Harris just tells him to like get back inside. All right, time to lay low for a little bit, I think. All right. All right, well, he's gonna, when he goes in, I'm just going to like follow in after him. Okay. I put I, I put up my cigarette on the wall and then throw it Smoking in the gymnasium. <laughs> no, I was on the outside. All right. Okay. So, uh, as you guys are entering, I'm going to back up a little bit. So, Troy, yeah. you have been mixing up a storm to yeah. make this tiramisu. Mm-hmm. You're just about to put the finishing touches, but you realize something's wrong. You're out of sugar. <gasps> wow. Rookie mistake. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not just out of sugar in the regular place. You go to check the pantry. There's no sugar there, either. I used the last of it when making most of the tiramisu. I need to mix it with cocoa wait, powder to sprinkle wait, it on should top. there have been sugar? Like, there should have been sugar. Like, this is not something the culinary club takes lightly. Yeah, you're the mafia. It's like you go into the room and oh, the gun's a gun! Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my cocaine! My eyes narrow in suspicion as I close the door. Something's afoot. Mm-hmm. Marissa, the head of the cooking club, who's also making, like, cute little pastries. What's wrong? I turn to face her, and as I do so, a pair of black panels come in to frame my eyes. We're out of sugar. Oh, um, check over by the punch bowl. I seem to remember somebody saying that it needed to be sweetened. All right. <laughs> um, and I look back to my tiramisu. I'm going to put this in the fridge. Make mm. sure nobody touches it until I get back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I uh, take it, make sure to... It's still in the tray, so I take wax paper and seal it around the edges before putting it in the fridge. All right. And so, yeah, then I head out. All right, so you storm out of the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Jun, you see Troy Kaiser leaving the kitchen very angry. This intrigues you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Troy. I turn to face her. The letterboxing effect appears once again on my eyes. Do you need something? Yeah, you look upset. What's up? This is my normal face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your shoulders are all tense. You look like you're getting ready to fight somebody. If it comes to it. If somebody's standing in between me and my sugar. So you're saying you're having a relationship issue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just watch her for a moment, then just turn back, and I just continue walking down the hallway. You can't run from your your problems! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but yeah, uh, you see him head down the stairwell towards the gym. Alright. Yeah, no, she'll she'll follow. Mm. Alright. So, just as you guys are entering into the gymnasium, uh, Troy, and with Jun following close behind, busts into the scene, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, these are two fairly intimidating-looking people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in, the t- in the intervening time when Benji is, is startled by them, I, I kind of walk up behind him, and, like, back-to-back in a very, like, incognito way, I'm like, Hey, Benji. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, were you, what were you doing outside there? Uh, you know, just... Looking around, certain things here and there. That's cool. That's, that's cool. Hey, uh, feeling like kind of out of it, man. Do you know, uh, can I get some more of this? And I just like slide the, the I, empty vial. I slide the empty vial to, to you. Hmm. You recognize the vial? Yeah, obviously. I think I might know. Uh, you know, it'll cost you a little. Uh, these things aren't cheap. The vials themselves are about five bucks. But uh, good thing I got one. Can you give me a refill? Sure. Yeah, I can do that. All right. So while you so you guys are uh, conveniently you guys are doing this sort of weird incognito talking thing uh, right in front of the punch bowl. <sighs> so Kaiser is still sort of barreling towards you guys. Yeah, just one heavy step at a time. <laughs> yeah, 
Alright, I think I'm gonna see this and like step out of the way. <laughs> I, I will step in and lie because we're back to that. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly in time. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I will say actually, when you're doing this, so as you step away, uh, you suddenly notice that there's like a second punch bowl on one of the tables, and you find that really weird because you don't remember there being a second punch bowl on one of the tables, but you, you kind of chalk it up to like, you know, Ah, weird, you know, sleep deprivation. <laughs> ah, I'm seeing double. <laughs> but only punch bowls. <laughs> Alright, so Troy, you head over to the punch bowl, I'm assuming? Yes. Alright, so the punch... Where's so, my sugar? Uh, so you look around. Uh, the punch bowl, however, is empty. However, you look over and you see a second punch bowl. And you're kind of thinking, funny, you don't remember there being, like, two orders of punch to be made. Hmm. And you're pretty sure about that. Sounds like somebody's uh, infringing on the... Uh... Uh, on the monopoly the, the cooking club has on catering events. Yeah. Um, yeah, my fists just clench all, nearly imperceptibly. But you can hear it. <laughs> it's like, how's it imperceptible if we can hear it? Um, imperceptible you visually. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, you don't see anything. You just hear, like, all of these knuckles cracking at once. Yeah, it sounds like somebody... How many fists does one man have? <laughs> yeah, the cracking of knuckles and the tightening of tendons in his hands as though somebody's wringing out a dish towel. Ugh. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I turn to see Jun. That's your character's name? Jun. Jun. So, Jun like the month, kind of. Okay. You think somebody might be trying to impinge on what the culinary club is doing? Uh, that was all out of character. Oh, Jun, sorry, my Jun ha- ha- has very low observational skills. Okay, my mistake then. <laughs> she, she's very good at spotting fights, things to fight, <laughs> demons, mm. and, um... <laughs> Hot girls. Those are pretty. That's pretty much her wheelhouse. Yeah. Neat. None okay. of those things are a punch bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. You, you like. You literally are just like what? There's two punch bowls. What? <laughs> so okay. Uh, oh hey, punch. All right. Yeah, so she's gonna go get herself a punch. Two. Okay. So, so you go over to get the punch. Yeah. Uh, roll me. What would, so what would June use to if she was trying if like something would to catch her eye? Um. Probably. Like to notice something? Yeah. Uh, probably. I'm gonna say it would probably be careful, and because it's something she's not good at. Okay. Roll careful. Um, minus one. Yeah, no. You're going over to get some punch. Yeah. You you dip it. You grab one of the cups. You dip it in. You take a drink. Oh wow, this is really good punch. It's so good, in fact, that you kind of want to get everyone else to try it. Mm-hmm. Hey Troy, have you tried the punch? I turn back. No. <laughs> I take the ladle, pour a glass. Roll, hold on, before you do that, roll whatever Troy would roll to notice something. Careful. All right, uh, yeah, so... Uh, that is a one. Okay. Plus one is two. Well, it's good enough. All right, yeah, two is good. So, as you're about to dip the ladle in, something on the surface of the punch bowl moves. Like, like you know that thing that happens when fish are like close to the surface of the water yeah, and they yeah. dive? Like uh-huh. that. Like a ripple. Yeah. Okay, so... Well, a ripple and a shadow. Ripple, huh? I peer closer. Something's wrong with the punch. All right, and looking a little bit carefully, uh, you start to notice that just under, like, the regular punch, it looks exactly the same as the other punch bowl on the table. Yeah. But looking just below the surface of the juice, you notice that there's these weird inscriptions along the side of it. Okay. Um, alright, then I am going to take the punch bowl, and I'm going to go uh, immediately begin marching for the exit. Okay, what are you guys doing? You kind of want more of that punch. 
Dude, I said try it, not take it. I'm not listening. I'm going to follow him. All right. This is extremely interesting. (laughs) All right. So Troy leaves the gym accompanied by three people, one of which wants to try the punch. The other two are just kind of getting around. So I guess I'm heading outside. What's nearby? Like the football pitch? Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're in the gymnasium, so like there's a sports center that's pretty close by. Okay. So yeah, um, I go out to where like the lo- like the turf is for the football field, and I'm just gonna dump the contents of the punch bowl. Out. I'm gonna try and stop them. Okay, yeah. Well, you're right. This is fight? the fight you've been looking uh, for. Yeah. I will actually. Say, I will protect punch. And because of that, you get a fake point. Oh, okay. I'm gonna roll forceful to oppose this. You I will. I'm gonna punch. use forceful and use my guitar to oppose you. <laughs> Wait, where, where did this come from? Uh, that <laughs> integral is, detail you failed to that mention That is a earlier. one total for me. Oh, that's gonna hurt. Oh, no! Okay, so uh, that's still a plus two. All right. Holy (laughs) shit. Yeah, I get a plus two when I forcefully attack with my guitar. So how do you stop Troy from pouring out the punch? I hit him on the side of the head with my guitar. Holy shit. (laughs) So, yeah, there's just a whack. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it's kind of like breaking it against, whacking a statue almost, like his head barely moves. He's just frozen in place. Then he just turns to regard you out of the corner of his eye. What are you doing? There's something wrong with this punch. I need to see. It's what's delicious. The... Yes, we know. I need to see what's at the bottom of the bowl, and the punch is in the way. <laughs> or you could just put your hand in. I don't know. Like, I feel like you're taking like the worst possible method. Either way, let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> we should fight about it. I can take that okay. bowl from you. I hand you the bowl. Yes. Okay. And um. I turn to you, and I just crack my knuckles and get ready for a fight. All right, so now I, that we're... I'm really going to do like a let's get out of here yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um So my stunt, fearsome reputation comes into play. So uh, before the start of a conflict, I can roll forceful to get a free invoke on my Queen of Fighters aspect. I've also got something as well. Bring it on. Before the first exchange of combat, <laughs> Troy can make a free create advantage roll to forcefully add invokes to the troublemaking patissier. So, how does it work that? You roll forceful, and then if you uh, if you need to make a plus two or better, to okay. add a free invoke. Okay. And I actually failed to do that, which is, I guess I'm, I'm more used to the, like, Oops. end campaign version of this character, but it's plus five forceful. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, uh, that is a five total for me. All right. Jeez. Alright, well. Um, if, if you succeed by more than plus three, yeah, you're succeeding with style. Okay. Yeah, you get two free invokes. Yeah. Okay, so. All that right. means you can invoke that aspect without uh, spending a fake point. Uh-huh. Oh, neat. So I'm going to invoke um, intimidating and strength and reputation, as well as juvenile delinquent. You can only invoke one thing, Ed. No. Can't you? Nope, you can invoke as many as you want, but okay. usually you. Uh, Strategically, it's better to invoke after you roll. Yeah. Okay. So. So we would uh, go in quick order. So. Yep. Who? What's your quick? Um, my quick is plus two. My quick is also plus two. Okay. Uh, Do you mind if I simplify this fight a little bit, sure, just because sure. I don't want PCs like digging it out? So right. I'm gonna say. So you're just, you're kind of used to people like backing down from a fight. Like you kind of have that. You have the fearsome reputation, and usually you win the fight without even throwing a punch. This is the first time that, uh, like, someone hasn't, and Troy is giving off this massive, like, menacing aura behind him. Uh, <laughs> so much so that it kind of causes your head to, like, clear for a little bit, and you kind of realize, wait, what was I fighting for again? What am I fighting for? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So yeah, you, you kind wait of- Wait a second. 
Troy's a baker. Troy makes food. Why am I fighting Troy? Exactly. It's around this point in time that both of you realize the punch bowl is gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm really interested in this. The idea that something is wrong with an extra punch bowl. <laughs> I uh, might just try and take it back to my lab. Okay. Actually, I'm going to in- investigate it, I guess, to see if there is actually something wrong with it. This guy right. seems a little unstable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm just gonna follow him because I'm under the pretense of I want drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, dude, my fix! You got the jewel? Alright, so yeah, so uh, how are you gonna investigate it? Um, I guess using clever. Alright, I'll just roll that. Hey, can I smoke in here? (laughs) So it's a plus three. Okay, plus three. So, um, you distinctly realize, like, you see the same things that Troy did. You see these sort of inscriptions along the glass. You're not the biggest person, but no, like, you're more alchemy-based. Yeah, yeah. But you know that these runic inscriptions, in, in, like, uh, mean that this is some sort of, like, extra-planar object. Like, something brought this here, not from this world. Like, the whole bowl and the punch. Yes. That's not good. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, maybe I'm not the best person to deal with this, but uh, probably also best that other people don't drink it. Yeah. Hmm. I will also, I can say that you know that your knowledge of alchemy would allow you to sort of examine the punch to get a better idea of what it's doing. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I'm just going to try and get this whole bowl of punch. Slumps, <laughs> slumps. You actually, it's, um, it's not that bad, actually. Like, you managed to get back to the dorms fairly easily. Can you get that door for me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, what's in there? Like, LSD, Special I, K, I don't know yet, man. Angel Dust, Crack, what's up? <laughs> Might be brain slugs. I'm gonna say that, like, he hasn't, because of the punch bowl, you're not moving fast enough that these guys don't kind of see you moving off into the distance with the punch bowl. Yeah. Yeah, there's a tent standoff, and I'm like, this is dumb. Why are we doing this? <laughs> you wanted to fight. Yeah. I don't think I want to fight you, though. What you really want is more punch. <laughs> Mm. Uh, no, but the punch is, the, the craving for punch has subsided, it seems. Oh. Yeah, then I glance over to the side, then I do a double take, as, and I realize the punch bowl is gone. You see these oh, two yeah. people, like, running away, one of it sloshing back and forth. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to stride after them, because... Uh, uh, do, I, do I see that he's following us? Uh, yes, you also see something else. There's, like, a couple of, like, pale dots just over the side of the school that, like, seem to be looking at you, and at first you think it's like car headlights, but then they they don't move that often. And like you, you turn to get the door for Benji and you look back and they're suddenly gone. Interesting. Alright. Hmm. Take a note of that. <laughs> but yeah, you, you also see these two sort of like coming up along the things. Can I lock a door? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, but you know that they're Jun and Troy Kaiser. Yeah, but it'll slow them down. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, you, you lock a door. Yeah, so I'm gonna, as, as we pass by through a room that I can lock the door behind me and lock it and keep going. <laughs> okay. Alright, so uh, let's start with you guys first. So you managed to get back to your lab, and Guy, uh, Benji has a lab set up in his room. Yeah, it's, you, you can't tell anyone about this, man. No, I'm man. going to say That's that cool. I'm going to compa- So I'm gonna say that you are trying to be secretive about it. However, uh, you do like to impress people. That's true. That is one of my aspects. Um, yeah, okay. So I'll be just like, yeah, man, come in. Come on in. Uh, this whole thing, very covert. Can't tell anyone about it. But, like, 
that big medal that I won last year, this is the reason why. I made this, you know, I got that vial from the old surplus hallway. This little bit is made out of an RC car. Like, pretty cool, man. This is my crib, yeah. Uh, can I smoke in here? Uh, you can crack a window, sure. <laughs> um, but I got some pretty, pretty sensitive stuff in here. Oh, also, I'm just gonna reach into a drawer and just ruffle around and pull out a couple vials. This one's for you. This one's for you to stay quiet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. What's what's it? What's in this stuff? If you don't mind me asking. I mean, I'm down for like anything, man. You know, like marijuana, coke. Oh no, no, no! This isn't anything like that. It's an energy drink. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's no like. But there's cocaine in it, right? No, like, there's no, like amphetamines in it. There's a special something in it. But you're gonna have to figure it out by drinking it. Um, cool, cool. All right, all right I'm so gonna bring this over, this bowl over to my lab bench and just all right. Down. So I will say you do get the fate point because you, you have uh, sufficiently allowed Benji to get a look at your setup. Mm-hmm. No, I'm guy. Guy, sorry. All right, I'm just I'm sitting I'm sitting at the window, just like smoking in, uh, out the window. All right. In the meantime, while you're running analysis, you guys encounter a locked door. You say you say locked door as if it's some kind of impediment. <laughs> So I'm rolling forceful. Um, that is okay. So I break even, so that's uh, plus three total. Alright. Ah, uh, it's not like the cleanest break you've ever done, no. but yeah, it's, you managed to get the job done. You guys do, however, hear the sound of a door being kicked down. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna roll. Oh shit. I'm gonna roll. Pull, I'm gonna roll. Uh, sneaky. Uh, and I will. So that was four. So I will invoke. Um, police procedure expert. Alright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, I texted, I, I already texted the, uh, the, uh, like, the, the security guard oh, yeah. saying that, that two people were breaking down a door before they went got to the door. Because <laughs> I knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, alright, yeah. Ooh, asshole. <laughs> Yeah, there's a reason why it's A-Kappa, man. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Yonathan, you now, uh, so you're examining, you're alchemically examining this, you're alchemically examining this bowl of punch. Sure, okay. Um, I guess, uh, I'm going to, hmm, I guess I could just use Clever. Yeah, you can sure. also invoke afterwards, in case you feel like you want a bit of an extra Oh, I can. Sure, okay, that's great. I'm going to use Clever to just use the tools around me identify this. Oh, that's no good. Plus one. I guess plus one is still a success. You right? could also either re-roll or you could just add plus two to it by invoking an aspect. Oh, sure. Okay. In that case, I'm going to spend a fate point and then invoke the aspect Potion Master um, to uh, add plus two, I guess, as a safe bet. All right. Which gives me a, a total of uh, three. All right. So, how do you alchemically analyze something in your lab? I assume you don't have like an alchemical spectral. No, it's all very simple stuff. I guess I'm gonna try and distill some of it. All right. Maybe like if there's stuff moving around in the bottom of the uh the bowl, I might try and pour it into like a graduated cylinder. All right. So that I can see more what's inside. Okay. So you you pour. So you start that first. So you pour. You pour. You pour. Graduated cylinders filling up. Huh. Punch hasn't gone down. <gasps> Infinite punch bowl. Wow. I like I, I drop my cigarette off after the window. I get up, walk over. I wonder if this is a property of the bowl or the punch. <laughs> so like, is that like infinite? Infinite punch? punch. Yeah. And there's like stuff in it. You got a swimming pool you need to fill. 
I got this extra planar object. <laughs> in, uh, so in the meantime, you manage to, like, while you're trying to pour out this bowl, sure. uh, you manage to distill a couple ingredients and you do a few quick experiments. So after he finishes pouring it into the graduate, so I'll just be like, oh, here, I'll take that. Sure, sure, sure. Thank and you. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to, while he's not looking, just grab a, a vial. I'm like, a peek of, yeah. and just like, scoop some and then put it in and then stop it <laughs> and put it in my coat. All right. So what you've managed to find is there is concentrations of various, like, ultra, you're familiar with the theory of ultra particles, and these are kind of, so what those are for viewers at home is that they're effectively, imagine antimatter if it came from, like, outside the bounds of the universe, which I guess antimatter technically does, but you get the idea. So the thing is, this is some sort of ultra particle suspended in a solution. And, like, when you boil it out, you're surprised at how stable it is. Because usually this stuff explodes on contact and stuff. This is scary. Yeah, so you manage to figure out, based on, like, some rudimentary knowledge and what experiments you can do, whatever this punch bowl is, is some sort of form of hypnotism. It seems to, like, placate a person's body in certain aspects of their mind, but it also causes other areas of the brain to kind of go into overdrive. Which seems weird, because like usually with hypnotism you kind of want the whole brain docile, but it seems like it sort of gets rid of consciousness functioning, but keeps the subconsciousness functioning, almost huh. overdriving it. Okay. At which point these two arrive. Yeah, so I just, yeah, throw the door open. I'm just holding the bowl up. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to need that back. I'm actually not sure why I'm here, but this seems more <laughs> interesting than standing around. Hey, Troy, what's up? I need the punch bowl. Can I ask why? There's something wrong with it. Yes, it's an extra-dimensional object. Uh, the punch is infused with uh, ultra-particles, and uh, it seems to have kind of mind-control capabilities. Would you know anything about that? No. Whoever well, then come on in and close the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I come in, and I look, and I see June is standing in the doorway, and you might as well come in, too. I'm going to put the bowl okay. down. All right. I'm gonna, then I'm going to walk out of the room. Well, as you do, uh, you see something. So, you turn the corner to get out of the room, and you suddenly see this figure standing at the end of the hall. It's gaunt, thin, bony limbs that almost seem to have no muscle in them whatsoever, terminating in these large, sharp claws, as it has what you'd assume to be hair, but no face. The only thing on it are these two gigantic, bright white circles that look like pale moons. And it's just... Like, it doesn't even seem to pay you any mind as it proceeds to just walk almost directly past you. It's the moth, man. <laughs> <laughs> no wings. I have, I have like, I have my switch blade out already, and as it walks by, I'm just, like, yeah. moving with, I'm, I'm pointing it at it, but, like, I'm turning slowly as it... Yeah, like, it just kind of just walks right by you. Yeah. And then it stands outside of the room, and you guys see this, and, and it slowly reaches in, and it just grabs the punch bowl. Holy fuck, this is your... Is your punch bowl. It doesn't say anything, it just walks away. Oh, no, the second I see this thing, it's like, <laughs> finally! <laughs> Ooh, baby! Yeah, just taking a swing. Alright. Inside the very safe, delicate lab. Oh my god. <laughs> this is bad. My lab! My lab! <laughs> my tools! This is your own fault. You invited her in. <laughs> no one invited you. You literally no. broke no, down I, the I, I did, yeah. yeah it's my... Like a vampire, you've invited her in. Alright, so it is going to defend. Oh, why are my rolls bad? So I got a plus four altogether. Alright, I'm gonna spend a fate point to invoke my talent. Okay. To flip this to uh, 
three pluses and a minus. Yeah. Yeah. And what does that give you? Uh, that brings me up to plus seven. Oof. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's a three shift. Okay, uh, are you hitting it with the guitar? Yes. Alright, so, uh, yeah, you clobber this thing as, like, it's slowly just turning around, and you're like, ah, yes, the perfect opportunity, as you just smash a guitar overhead style into the back of this thing, and it tumbles out of the room. The punch bowl falls, spills, and then writes itself. Again, just with a ton of punch sort of all over the thing. I was worried it was just going to keep spilling and <laughs> spilling and spilling. Yeah. yeah. Like, you had that moment of like... <gasps> okay. What if well, we turn it upside down? <laughs> Not in here. And then put something headed yeah. on it. No, no, just play it on the ground, but upside down. Yeah. All right. Uh, I just need something. Where do I then you, and you seal the And then you seal the edges. It seems mm. that... Can I ask a question? Yes. Is campus security still on the way? Uh, you don't know that, and like... You kind of realize the response time for this is taking an awfully long time. Yeah, well, that's what I thought when I heard the footsteps. I was like, oh, camp security's outside. I got to yeah. maintain my cover. I got to go outside and then and be like... Yeah, it's cool, but yeah, it was this thing. So yeah, you're starting to realize, like, campus security should have been here already. I, like, message like, hey, Ned, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> you get a message back. Have you tried the punch? <gasps> bum, bum, bum. ta So, Okay. So, June is fighting whatever this thing is. Alright, right? so hold on. I, sure. I need to do damage calculations first. Alright. So, mild is plus is two shifts, and moderate is four shifts, right? Yep. Okay. So, it is going to take a stress. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to set that to one. And it is going to um, take a mild condition. However, as it does that, it then sort of turns, like, it basically turns around a lot quicker than you expected it to for something that moves so slowly. And it kind of unleashes this, like, small, almost like it shed something that kind of disappears into the floor. Yeah. And it starts glowing red. And you, you have this feeling of, like, that should have, like, you heard it, and now it's bad. Okay. Yeah, no, this is... <laughs> this is exactly my plan. Yes. So, you see, uh, under my concept, it's the first two words are demon slaying. Demon slaying, yes. Okay. So I see this outside, please. I see this in the hall. Who taught you to slay? You don't slay in someone else's room. (laughs) So I see this happening, and I just point at this thing, and I simply say, "You have something to do with the punch bowl. Where's my sugar?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Bring it back. It does not respond. I'm rolling force, but to beat the shit out of it. So that is a one plus three. That is a four. Okay. Are we uh, going into just proper combat now? Uh, yes. Then we should probably, then yeah. uh, me and Chris should probably do our pre-combat. Oh, uh, pre-combat rules, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah. All right, I've got, uh, I've got my invoke. All right. That is a, what do we roll for pre-combat? Uh, you roll forceful against a difficulty of plus two. Okay, so I got a four total. All right, so that means you get an invoke. Okay. Yeah. An invoke of whatever the specialty brutality is. Yeah. All right. Okay, um, so you're going to, if you're going to, you want to punch it, correct? Yeah. Wait, wait, you're going to go in quick order? Yeah, we should be going in. Um, what do monsters go in for this? Because the monster doesn't have quick. Uh, I don't remember. I've never actually GM'd for the, that's not entirely true. I GM'd once, but usually my monsters are more abstract beings. Ah, yes. Like Uh, old buildings. Ah, right. Okay, so I'm just going to say that it goes off of the skill close quarters combat, if that makes sense for everybody. Sure. So it goes off at three. Hmm. Can I, I take action for this combat? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So what's your so what's your quick? My quick is uh, plus one. Okay, I'm two. Okay, I'm two as two well. Two as well. Okay, so 
Uh, the monster goes. So the monster goes first. Oh dear. So it just so all it does is it just extends one of its like fingers towards Jun and points at it, and it is going to attempt to create an aspect. Cool. Oh. Uh, what do I resist with? Um. I'm going to say you're probably going to have to resist with not careful. You can roll with forceful, I'll say. Cool. Uh, it's plus three. Uh, that one is a plus four. Okay. Alright. So you suddenly get this feeling like you're being put through a Hitchcock zoom. Like everything like zoom, like you, your vision zooms in while everything else zooms out and then all of a sudden it collapses onto each other. Uh, take the aspect marked. Ooh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that ain't good. That one technically doesn't exist in this campaign. <laughs> uh, okay. Alright. And yeah, like, it, it disorients you for a second, but yeah, you've had worse. <laughs> okay. Um, so, do, how do we choose? Uh, ties, uh, I guess, going off of something else? Usually ties go off of clever, but I, me and Chris have the exact same stat line. You so. just rock, paper, scissors for it. I'm cute, clever, so I'll go first. Yep. What is around me? Um, various alchemical components, some of which still have... Well, I'm in the hallway. Oh, you're in the hallway. Um, there's, like, boards, a couple chairs. Is um, there a fire extinguisher? Yeah, I'll say so. Oh, nice. I'll grab the fire extinguisher. Okay. Can I do anything else? Yeah, I'm gonna say that, like, grabbing the fire extinguisher is easy enough that you... Like, and it doesn't seem to be really focused on you, so you've got an opportunity. Okay, I will... Unless you want to establish the fire extinguisher as an aspect. I will do that. To give you a bonus to your next roll. All right. Uh, I, will, I will take... I'll do sneaky. All right. Uh, that is a four. Four. All right. So you have the aspect has a fire extinguisher. <laughs> oh, no. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to say... Well, I don't know. Does, Fate doesn't really do surprise rounds, so I think it's Troy's turn to react since you already punched in the face. Okay. Yep, sure. So... Uh, gonna roll to, yeah, start asserting my authority over it. The only <laughs> way I know how. You're punching? Yep. Alright, so it's, it's defending. With honorable discourse. I got four total. Fucking yikes. Uh, that's a zero. Okay. Ooh, uh, so? Uh, yeah, so, like, it seems like Jun's sort of, like, served it up, and you finish the job. Yeah. You punch it, and, like, basically it just sort of disintegrates. Uh, into, like, this shadowy pool that then sort of, like, evaporates into the air. Hmm. Okay, then. Wait, you said shadowy pool? Like, is there still liquid on the ground? No, it, it like, sort of dissipates very quickly. Yeah. So, huh. I'm just staring silently at where it was. Hmm. I think we need to get this bowl out of here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm gonna pick up the bowl and leave. Okay, um... (laughs) Everybody up! I gotta lock yeah. this place up. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I head outside. I forget whether this is a, a specific thing for from my ca- campaign or not, but is there a temple on campus? There is, yes. Let's oh. take it to the temple. Yeah, good thinking. Okay. We need to figure out what this thing is. Alright. I mean, it's evil, so we bring it to the temple. Okay. It oh. seems pretty, like, yeah. straightforward. As, as we're leaving, I'm gonna grab a couple things from my lab. I might have some things prepared for contingencies like this. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Alright, so you guys basically, so you guys take the punch bowl and uh, you're starting to head over the temple and you suddenly realize that like um, you kind of noticed this a bit more than everybody else because you saw that thing beforehand. Wait, wait, so I saw yeah, I saw the creature or I saw the things outside? The the creature basically, like those two you suddenly realize that those two things you thought were headlights 
were probably the creature looking at you, basically. Ah, okay. And following you. Nice. So, uh, so what route do you guys take to get through to the temple? Because you can either go around the school, which is a bit of a hike, or you can go through the school. I'd take the most direct route. I think that's fair. Okay. So as you guys, uh, so you guys enter back in through, like, the dorm's entrance, and you're heading through the school, and then suddenly, like, as you're peering through the classrooms, you see more of those things. Like, a lot more. Like, you see a couple in one room as you're going by, you see another in another room. You finally, like, come out into the cafeteria, and there's a bunch of them just going around, like, looking for things. And in every, like, all the students are kind of, like, fallen over in this, like, lidless, like, you know, like, as if they're falling asleep in a stupor. All with, like, punch, uh, like, you know, cups in their hands. Uh, The cafeteria. Are they in the kitchen? You can't really tell from here. I'm gonna go to the kitchen. Alright. Alright. I will say that I will give you a fate point for this, since yeah. this is a pretty foolhardy course of action. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is he doing? Uh, I don't really care. I think it's time to go. Fast. Uh, who, does he still have the punch bowl? No. No, I do. Okay, then yeah. No, Alright. Uh, hey June, if you help him, you should probably go help him. He'll, you'll probably punch something or something. I don't, that's what you do? Yeah, care. okay. Sounds fair. Alright. So, uh, you guys head off in your separate directions. You guys actually managed to get out of there perfectly fine. Uh, Jun, so as you're walking through the cafeteria, you suddenly kind of hear, like, the sound of a snap. And you see one of them, like, has turned to look at you, as if it suddenly noticed you beyond everything else in the room. And then you hear one more. Then you hear another, and another, and another. You're marked. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and you suddenly realize that they're all looking at you, and they all just sort of get up slowly, and they start walking towards you. There's about, you'd estimate, ten of them. Well, my night just got more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Time for a scrap. Alright, uh, so Troy. Ballroom yeah. Blitz begins to play. <laughs> I throw open the doors to the kitchen. Yeah, so you see Marissa. She is, again, also in sort of like this this stupor, kind of like leaned over something. Still mixing. Yep, still mixing somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and you see uh, two of these creatures sort of looking around at stuff. They doesn't look like they've taken anything yet, but they are in your kitchen. Your kitchen. Yeah. This is your place of power. So, man. yeah. This is your domain. I walk towards them, cracking my knuckles. This room is under the jurisdiction of the culinary club. <laughs> <laughs> and so, as they turn... And so Why don't they expect my authority? Yup. Okay, well, I'm gonna... Yeah. I'm gonna do what I do best. Oh, that is a, uh... Man, <laughs> man you punch people are in a bad spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna burn the fate point I just got to try and, uh... Just flip them. Mm-hmm. Then those all become pluses. Yeah, so I'm gonna... Well, remember, you only get that once per session. Mm. Wait, you can only flip once per session? Yeah. yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna spend a fate point and gain plus two. On this right. Three, uh, uh, on a minus three, you're more... You're mechanically better to just re-roll on a minus three. Okay, then I'll re-roll. All right. So what are you? So what are you uh, invoking? Your intimidating presence? Uh, yes, intimidating and strength and reputation. Okay, that's a zero. So yes, since I'm rolling with forceful, that's a plus three. Okay. So uh, you start giving off that aura that you do. Yeah. And it turns out this actually seems to have a pretty significant effect on them. Like they're actually like cowering 
under, like, this sort of thing, and then you quickly, like, sort of push them out of the kitchen, almost like the rats. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm gonna say that one of them goes out the door, the other one, I actually spin it around, grab it by the scruff of the neck and whatever serves as its waist, and I'm gonna bodily hurl it out the door. Be out with you! Yeah, exactly. Be gone from this place. Alright, so, uh, in the meantime, so you guys head to the temple. Mm -hmm. Do any of you guys know any sort of temple rituals? Wow. Um, um, I have Occultar alumni, so I'm going to roll um, Clever with my Occultar alumni. Uh, you don't actually have to, unless you're going to... Use... I'm going to. Alright, so you're burning a fate point? Uh, yes. So this is a... Is this worth a flip? No, you... you I'll re-roll. You, you can only flip with your talent. I'll roll. Well, that, oh, that's a student, right? Oh, that's much better. better. Uh, that is a four on Clever. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember one. What was it? Uh, shit. Yeah, that that one. Jeff. Jeff Kib. Jeff Kib. Uh, whatever that guy's name was. He. So I think he was a wizard. <laughs> what, 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 what? What was it? I'm gonna say. Plot to. Bur banana. Shit. What was it? You suddenly remember. Oh yeah, there's a book for this sort of thing, and you go over and look at the book. <laughs> Oh, I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you so you begin uh, performing this ritual, and uh, as you do, basically, a sort of steam begins to rise out of the bowl, and it begins coalescing into like a funnel form that sort of traces itself back through the canvas. So what you're thinking, Benji, based on your knowledge, sure. is that this is leading to whatever brought it through. Oh, interesting. And you have an idea that maybe if you want to get rid of this damn thing, you've got to, you know, like, bring it back to the place where it belongs. That makes sense. If there's some sort of, like, portal or something. Yeah. Or right. Can, can, we walk, can I walk in ritual at the same time? Oh, yeah, totally. All right, sure. so there's walking. All right. Dark energies of the... You know what? Carrying this punch bowl kind of sucks. If we get a pass by, like, a janitorial closet or something, I'm going to snag a dolly. <laughs> it around. I'm gonna sit on the dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Reciting spells? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's me sitting cross-legged at the punch bowl in my lap yeah. with the book on top and I'm reading it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Don't um, jostle me. I'm trying to read. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.